So you're a dentist, eh? You're in the right place. This is the Canadian Dentist Podcast with Dr. Carlo Biasucci, where you'll get a truly Canadian approach to building a low-stress, highly profitable practice and live life on your terms. Learn more at TheElitePractice.com. The following is an excerpt from a recent members-only Q&A session. Alrighty, so you have a top a top producing hygienist that patients love, but um, not but that same hygienist isn't uh, like the leadership team can't get through to that particular hygienist and not very good with the culture within the practice. But you want to keep that hygienist. So how would you kind of deal with it yourself in your own practice? Yeah. This happens often enough. You have a really good hygienist who's super promoting of the practice. They bring patients. They're productive. They sell treatment, but they're a pain in the ass um, for the culture, for the team, for the owner. What do I do with them? So provided that they are like, okay, there's two different options. I've seen both. Okay. Uh, in my personal experience, I've, I've even seen both. Um, you know, there's a difference between difficult with the culture and crazy. Okay. Crazy. No, they got to go. Um, but difficult with the culture. And, and I won't define that because you never know who watches these, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the person who's difficult with the culture is, I have to choose my battles. Okay. Let me say this delicately. If they're, if they're more valuable to me to keep than the little bit of ruffling of feathers that I have, like they're not holding back the whole team. It's just this one person that's a pain. The rest of the team is, is pretty good or they're following the system, they're doing everything that we need to do and, and the rest of the team is great even, but this one person is a bit of a stickler. I would deal with it to a point. And I can tell you from my own experience, the point came fairly quickly and I never kept them on because inevitably what you accept for one, you accept for all. So if this person is not following systems, not doing whatever it is that they're not doing, you can make a list of whatever it is. If I accept it for them, I have to accept it for all of them. So now I'm looking at this thing, ah, I have to get rid of this person or accept this for everybody. I can't accept it for everybody. What you accept, you get. You get more of even, because the rest of your team will just follow that. So I look at it this way. If I've got this person who's producing, let's say they're producing, I don't know, $1,800 a day as a hygienist. And I can replace them with someone who can produce $1,500 a day as a hygienist. I might lose $300 a day by getting another hygienist. Who cares? All I have to do is get a person who follows systems and they can produce more by following my systems in terms of other treatment and all the things that this person was resistant to doing. So to me, not a culture fit is not a culture fit, period. Now, hygienists are like extremely rare at the moment. So I would be more inclined to deal with it a bit further than in a normal market. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to keep them forever. I can't do that. Like no one is going to, well, not no one. I wouldn't deal with it 
for very long, but you're, you have to look at it from the perspective of a business owner who spends eight hours a day in the business, more time than you spend at home. I want to go to work and be happy. I don't want to go to work and be miserable. If I, why do I have to, why do I, would I ever want to pay people to make me miserable? Right? Like I can do that all by myself. I don't need anyone's <laughs> help. In fact, right? So, yeah, I mean, I understand where the question's coming from, but, you know, you're, to the person that asked that question, you are on a collision course with this employee and you know that, right? You're going to have to deal with it. It's just, it's easier not to deal with it. But then when you do, it's going to be, you're going to say, like everyone else says, myself included, I should have did this six months ago, right? That's, that's where you're at. Perfect. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Canadian Dentist Podcast. If you want to know how Dr. Biasucci tripled his practice in three years and cut his work week in half, request your free information kit at theelitepractice.com.